0: Welcome to the No Spin News, Tuesday, June 4th, 2019. Take your country back. Um, I, this was my message of the day, and I, and I, I hope you read it. Uh, Gerald Nadler, who is the committee chairman of a judiciary in the House who hates Trump, um, is calling John Dean on June 10th to testify about the Mueller report. John Dean, the Watergate guy. If you don't remember John Dean, he was Nixon's counselor. He turned against Nixon and Nixon's henchmen testified that kept Dean out of jail. Dean committed a myriad of crimes. All right. He's on CNN now every night he bashes Trump. Why on earth would I pay for John Dean to go and testify in front of the house judiciary committee? That's my money, putting his butt in a limo or whatever else he needs to show up. Why? He knows nothing about the Mueller report. This, just reconfirms my belief that Nadler is dishonest and incompetent. It's a joke. It is a joke. But it's not a funny joke. This is wasting taxpayer money and it's not getting this country where it needs to be. And that's in a problem solving zone. I'm really teed off about this. All right, now this is on the Trump administration. Only 11 employers in the United States of America from April 18 to March, 2019 were prosecuted for hiring illegal aliens, 11, which means the government doesn't care if businesses hire illegal aliens. That's what it means. There's no excuse. Yeah. We need the border wall. Yeah. We need enforcement. Yeah. But we got to stop it. The illegal immigration, where the source is, where the money is. 11. No excuse, Mr. President. That's on your administration. One of the guys who really knows what's going on with journalism is Dr. Jeffrey McCall. He teaches at the paw. First, a quick break. If you are over the age of 50, I have an important message for you. There's a true alternative to AARP, the liberal retirement group, that lobbies in favor of progressive policies. For less than $20 a year, an AMAC membership gives you members-only pricing on car insurance, roadside assistance, discounts on hotels and travel, cell phone plans, discount dental plans, and on and on and on and on. So please join more than 1 million fellow Americans right now at amac.us. That's amac.us. And yes, I am a member. Visit amac.us, amac.us. And he wrote an article, News Industry Struggles to Meet Its Challenges and to Find New Talent. So um, I asked my staff to run him down, and he comes to us from Indiana. Thanks, uh, doctor, for helping us out. Nice to see you again. Thank you. Do you believe that uh, President Trump's branding of fake news has anything to do with uh, the decline of journalism in the USA?
1: Well, I think journalism was in decline for many years before President Trump even came down the escalator to start his presidential campaign. I think Trump bashing the media hasn't necessarily changed anything either. I think that the news media is in decline. I think that's because of the crisis in journalism more broadly. Credibility ratings in the media had been dropping for many years, 15, 20 years, before Trump began his presidential campaign. Now, Trump bashing the media probably hasn't helped anything. And there are some people who think that Trump bashing the media has, might actually spark a renewed interest in young people going into journalism as they want a crusade to kind of help save the world or whatever. But you know, Trump is a factor in all this, but I don't think he's the cause and I don't think his bashing of the media will necessarily help the industry, but I don't think it's gonna change its course in a positive direction either.
0: All right, now I came up uh, the standard way I was a high school teacher, then I went to Boston University, got a master's degree in broadcast journalism, and embarked on my career. And I went to, I started in Scranton, Pennsylvania, went to Dallas, went to Denver, worked my way back to New York City, where I'm from, network news, syndicated, and then Fox News. Standard. And along the way, I made a good living. Um, I was paid pretty well, let's say about four or five years in, I started to make some money. Now, you can't make any money in journalism. Even the big shots are getting their salaries cut like crazy. I was the last guy who was really making big money. Um, And now, because of the shrinking audiences on television, and they are everywhere, there's nobody growing in TV news, and the newspapers are going out of business, you can't make any money. I think that's what's uh, driving the best and the brightest away from the industry.
1: Well, I think there are two factors. One is it is hard to make money. It's hard to make a good living in journalism these days. Entry level salaries are not very good. And even salaries for mid-career people are not that good if you really want to have a successful life and raise a family and have a nice car and stuff like that. But I think part of the problem in attracting the best and brightest into the news industry is just the low prestige of the industry. Most people don't have a lot of faith in the news industry. They think that the news industry is pushing an agenda. They think the news industry blends factual reporting with commentary and analysis. And for people who just want news and they tune in and see a network correspondent or they see the front page of The New York Times and they see a lot of analysis or bashing or agenda pushing, they're going to tune out from the news. And I think that's a real danger for our democracy is when you have people who don't trust news organizations.
0: I don't know about a 22-year-old kid putting that all together, but certainly the American people's opinion of journalism has plummeted. Did you happen to see a professor from Marist College, which is my uh, undergrad, I got a history degree from there, write in the Washington Post that he believes journalists shouldn't be objective anymore? Did you happen to see that op-ed?
1: I, I did see that. And that's not an uncommon approach anymore in many journalism know, schools. But isn't We're, it? That's the death knell. That's, it is a problem. This, this
0: pinhead, up at Maris says in writing, "Hey, journalists are smarter than everybody else." This is what he says: They're smarter than everybody else because they go to college and they hang around with other smart people, so they shouldn't be have to be objective. They should be able to just spin it any way they want to spin it because they're smarter than the guy driving the truck and the guy going to work and trying to make a living in a blue-collar play. I mean, I'm looking at this and going, you just killed it. That's the final stake right through the heart. And people go, I don't want to deal with these people anymore. And that's well, a journalism professor right this. Hey, doctor, thanks very much. We appreciate it, always a uh, pleasure welcome. talking with you. Dodgeball, did you play dodgeball as a kid? I did. First, a quick break. If you are over the age of 50, I have an important message for you. There's a true alternative to AARP, the Liberal Retirement Group, that lobbies in favor of progressive policies. For less than $20 a year, an AMAC membership gives you members-only pricing on car insurance, roadside assistance, discounts on hotels and travel, cell phone plans, discount dental plans, and on and on and on and on. So please join more than 1 million fellow Americans right now at AMAC.com. .us. That's amac.us. And yes, I am a member. Visit amac.us, amac.us. All right. Now in Canada, three researchers say that dodgeball is a tool of oppression. The researchers say in the newspaper, The National Post, that dodgeball reinforces the five forces of oppression. Okay? Those five forces of oppression are violence, exploitation, marginalization, powerlessness, and cultural imperialism. Who knew? Dodgeball reinforces cultural imperialism. I thought I'm just throwing a ball at some dopey kid. Now, the theory behind it is if the kid is slow and weak, he gets hit with the ball first and he's out. And that's oppressive. <laughs> so, anyway, these people in Canada are running around telling the schools no more dodgeball. And you know what? There's going to be no more dodgeball. You're not going to see it. It's done. It's a T Rex because it's oppressive. We don't understand. It's oppressive. It marginalizes kids who get hit with the ball first. It's violent. You're throwing a ball at somebody. You want violence? I played high school ice hockey and college football. and That was violent. See you again tomorrow.